1: Right off the bat, technical difficulty. Thank you very much. Uh, Welcome to the first edition of the Wednesday Really Big Barbecue Central Show. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here. We broadcast live and direct whenever we do these live shows from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City of Cleveland, Ohio. Happy to have you aboard here on the first Wednesday. As I said before, if you want to jump in on the show tonight, it's an hour, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show if you want to. Uh, those bits of contact information will remain the same regardless if it's a Tuesday or if it's a Wednesday. 877-448-0433. Email greg at Show.com. Those are the two bits of information Contact-wise, that you can get in touch with me. You'll notice. Maybe you won't notice. Got the cans on because what I've noticed over the Tuesday shows is sometimes when I go super streamlined with the uh, IFB, sometimes the phone, when I have people on the phone, I can't hear as well with that. So I'm just testing using the big cans tonight. To see if the uh, fidelity goes back, and if it if I can hear better, I might actually uh, pop back to the cans on the other really big Barbecue Central show, which takes place every Tuesday. All right, here you go. Anything you want to find out about the show, if this is your first time you've ever listened to the show, welcome to Wednesday. I'm very happy that you are in the show tonight. We're going to cover a multitude of topics. I encourage you, if this is the first time you've ever heard the show live or ever, period, that you give an effort to the uh, Tuesday show. It's the one that's been going the longest. You know, this show isn't a new show. It's just that we're adding a new day and an hour. So instead of the two-hour Tuesday show, we're going to a three-hour over-the-course-of-two-day show, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, We do have some really cool stuff that I think is going to be panning out of the Wednesday show, some different angles and ideas that we might like to take it in. That might be a little bit separate from the show that has grown Tuesday, uh, but we started we started this show, the Barbecue Central show, live almost six years ago in 2007, and uh, man, is that so? It'll be almost seven years. It's six or seven years. You take your pick. We were streaming out of a location in Los Angeles, California, and I'm in Cleveland. We had that technology available. And the guy that owned the station, Sam Hassan. at that point it was BBS Talk Radio, which has since morphed into latalkradio.com, which you can still hear the first hour right there, latalkradio.com. We've added a good handful of affiliates that do this show. And it was based about uh, you know barbecue and grilling. Prior to the show going live, it was a podcast where I was recording long-form interviews with people that I thought might be important or topical at that point, do a 35-45-an-hour-long Uh, long-format interview, as I just said, and then I would pare it down to the best 20, 25 minutes of that uh, long-form conversation. And then I would post it once a week. So, you know, pretty straightforward stuff, I guess. And then there was this big influx. That's right, it was called Barbecue For You. Uh, Then there was this big influx of barbecue podcasts, which have since faded, like, a lot. (laughs)
2: Get that big stuff out of here.
1: Nobody seems to have the uh, testicular fortitude to keep producing a show on a regular basis. Even some dudes that I know that I used to have on the radio network, all fallen off on the wayside. I, however, have continued to persevere with uh, great live shows, so much so that uh, at least two or three months ago, my wife said, you know, you should think about doing another show. And I said, like, another another night of the Barbecue Central show or, like, a different show, like, Rempy talk Sports or uh, left-wing, right-wing politics talk. I mean, that's all been done before. I'm not about that stuff. I mean, I like sports, definitely not politics. So here's where we are. So we're going to give it a try, at least uh, for the near future. We'll see how it evolves. If the show only proves out to be one that can sustain a two-hour time slot on Tuesdays, we'll, re- we'll devolve. Is that what they call it? Devolve back into that? Or we'll continue to grow. Maybe the Wednesday show could grow to a second now. And then we're having a two-hour show, Tuesdays, two-hour show on Wednesdays. And who knows from there? So I'm very excited about it. So if you're joining me for the very first time, welcome. Uh, you know, I hope I give you some good information. I hope I give you some great entertainment value on top of that. And you always have the opportunity to jump in if you would care to. Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. All right. Just a little recap on what happened with the show last night. We had Donnie Bray from Warren County Pork Choppers. come on. Uh, he was talking about how he had a big win in Owensboro, Kentucky this past weekend, where he went up head to-head against Tim Grant and Team Truebud Barbecue, which until this past weekend had won six competitions in a row, unheard of in the KCBS. Well, on his way, or many people think well on his way to winning uh, KCBS Team of the Year. Obviously, that's what Tim is gunning for. Uh, but finally, able to lock horns, go head to head. And in this chapter of their battle, Warren County Pork Choppers, Donnie Bray, Pittmaster, uh, coming out on top, not over uh, finishing ahead of Tim, but actually winning the whole competition. Tim ends up taking third overall. And uh, much to do about. Uh, a piece written in the paper in advance of that. People cheering Tim for the fact that he didn't win, and you know people wondering, is that showing any type of uh, classlessness or, or whatever? Uh, Donnie talked about all of that stuff, so if you missed it, go ahead and hit the archive. You can find that at thebbqcentralshow.com. Go to show archives, and uh, you'll get it right there. you also see it right there on the most recent blog post. That'll be up there at least for uh, four or five posts until I... Uh, Post too much. What? Never mind. Um, And then we also talked with David Qualls from the American Dream Barbecue team. They won the last Sam local qualifier. Two weeks' time, he will take his shot in the regionals, and then a week after that, they turn around and go right to Bentonville, Arkansas, which is the finals of the Sam's Club. So top 50 teams that have moved on from local, regional, now to the finals, will uh, take part in the ultimate grand prize there. Uh, And then we also had our last Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway last night, graciously donated by Noah Glanville and the folks over at Pit Barrel Cooker. We did the fabulous game show Athlete or Porn Star, which is uh, sweeping the name. A lot of people... They didn't know as many porn stars as I thought. So as I said last night, I'm either really proud or I'm really disappointed in the majority of the central lights. Haven't made up my mind yet. However, uh, tonight we'll also be playing the same game for your chance to win. Have I told you who's on the show tonight? I'm sorry. Let me tell you, coming up in about five, six minutes from now or less, this is going to be, for this night of the show, Wednesdays, for this hour, there's going to be a good 19-20 minute segment each week with a living legend, an icon in the industry, somebody who has really gone through the ranks and blazed trails for a lot of other people in the barbecue world on a number of different facets of the industry. Uh, Ray Lampe, Doctor Barbecue, will be joining us each and every week in the right around the 9:14 time slot. We'll see, you know, a sponsor start to potentially come on. We will have to readjust the one-hour clock, but for now, you know, it's probably looking nineteen twenty minutes. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. So each week, right around the nine fourteen spot, Ray Lampy Doctor Barbecue, will be in, and we'll be uh, resurrecting, or reviving, or renewing, or whatever you want to call it, whatever descriptor you want to call it. We will be uh, doing the Ask Doctor Barbecue segment. Now, this can range in a myriad of topics. And I will leave it to Ray to kind of explain the mindset of, you know, what we were looking to do, or what we are looking to do with this segment, and uh, you know, maybe some, some perspective ideas on on ways we might be able to grow it, stuff like that. So that'll be Ray each and every Wednesday, right around the nine fourteen area tonight, specifically after Ray. Guy who has a documentary coming out on barbecue, Mitch Sonati, Dirt Productions, American Smoke. The real good thing with that is the fact that you're also going to be able to potentially win. Win? Wait. If I don't have anything in the queue, is anything going to play? No. Great. The real good thing is you're going to have a chance to win a copy of American Smoke. So if you haven't seen the trailer yet, you know while you're watching the show, while you're watching also the uh, wild card playoff game, which right now I don't have up-to-date information, but uh, Cleveland... Losing. 1-0. 1-0. Don't want that. You have a chance to win a copy of American Smoke, courtesy of Mitch Sinati. And uh, we will revive Athlete and Porn Star for that. So if you want to win that, uh, that'll be uh, towards the latter part of the hour, and we'll be ready to go. All right, uh, let me talk to you real quickly. Because it's a new night, because it's a new you know night of the show, an extra hour, we're going to have... Two spots open for partnership with the show. So if you're somebody or a company that has a barbecue product or a grilling product or an, or some type of thing that covers the, the facet of the industry, you know, it doesn't have to be the standard grills or charcoal or whatever. But if you're in the industry and you think you have something that you want to get out to the consuming public, this is something that you should highly consider partnering here with this show. Why do I say that? Because unlike traditional broadcast radio, you know, where you're just going to be spending thousands of dollars a month, you might be getting, what, 25 30% of the listening public on regular radio that might even be remotely interested. If you partner with this show and you're within our barbecue and grilling industry, and I do have some partners that aren't even in the industry, they're jewelers and, and so forth. You have a target market. You are dialing straight in to an audience base that downloads this show forty, fifty thousand 50,000 times a month. Has the built-in interest for barbecue and grilling. That's why they tune in live to the show. That's why they download the show as much as they do. So it might not be the worst idea ever to inquire, and I'm more than happy to... Field all your questions. Uh, direct you to the website, the BBQ Central Show. About, uh, about uh, the Show dot com. And then once you get there, uh, in about the show, I believe it is, you can go down to that pull down menu, and then there's a uh, separate page. Become an advertiser on the show. Read it, understand it. Ask me any questions you want, and uh, what can I tell you? But I think. If you're somebody that's looking to kind of get outside of the traditional advertising box or partnering box, this is the show you want. Nobody sounds better than me. Nobody does it more professionally than me. No other show on the Internet. We're not dialing in on the phone, sounding like we're doing a phone on the phone, because we're doing a show on the phone. Not here. We're affiliated amongst the many different platforms on the Internet. Well, we got Stitcher. We got Blueberry. We got Outdoor Cooking Channel. We got Roku. You name it. Soon to be potentially on traditional uh, outdoor radio as well all right let me see how i can do this i am going to raise up dr barbecue ray Lampy. you're going to stick around and we'll be back uh, right after this with ask dr barbecue stay tuned All right, we're back, 877-448-0433, emailing greg at Show.com. My first guest tonight will be a weekly visitor on the Wednesday edition, one of, if not the first guy to actually make a living doing this barbecue thing and uh, doing it a number of different ways within the sectors and industries of barbecue and grilling. Appeared on many TV shows, multiple-time author. He is the corporate chef for Big Green Egg, and will renew the Ask Doctor uh, Ask Doctor Ask Doctor Barbecue segment right here on this show each and every Wednesday. Let's uh, race back over to the hotline and welcome in friend of the show, Ray Lampy. Ray, how are you, buddy?
2: Hey, Greg, how are you? Doing good absolutely man.
1: Yeah, good to see you too, are right, Let me uh, make sure that I get your Skype picture up here properly now that we have the the new show got to make sure we got all our software going here uh, so uh, Ray, first of all welcome in I'm very excited about this uh, uh, kind of recurring partnership that we're going to be having on the Wednesday show I mean obviously the Tuesday barbecue central show wildly successful for many different reasons um, but I thought it, w- it might be a good idea to stretch out a little bit one more night for one extra hour and you were like the first guy to reach out to me and say hey Probably not the worst idea. Let's have some conversations off air and, and see if we might be able to do something together. So, um, you know, why don't we talk about that a little bit? You know, when we were first discussing "Ask Doctor Barbecue" or even just a segment in general, um, you know, what were you kind of envisioning, or, or or what are you hoping to to see this segment kind of steer the barbecue and grilling industry towards?
2: Well, first of all, thanks, Greg. Thanks for including me, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I, when I when I heard you were going to do Wednesday, you were thinking about doing Wednesday. I saw it as a great opportunity. I, you know, I, I, at the risk of bragging a little bit, I'm the kind of guy who looks for new opportunities. What what's nobody else doing? What what you know? I don't want to do the same thing everybody else is. What aren't they doing? Are you there? Am I yeah,
1: I'm here. Stuff? I'm just uh, grabbing your uh, screenshot here. Go ahead.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I always like to look for to do new things. So you know, a new night that's exciting to me. And and I always think. I had a great conversation uh years ago with me, Chris Lilly, and Fast Eddie. And everybody might remember the Maxim Magazine spread. It was the first real national media any of us have gotten. And we were in New York cooking three hogs and a big article in Maxim Magazine. And we sort of had this this discussion about uh where this thing was going. It was probably at least ten years ago, probably oh two, oh one. And where's this thing going? And how can we make it go? And and the general, you know, it's Chris Lilly and Fast Eddie and me. We're, you know, the idea is, if we can help this thing grow, it gets so big that we all succeed well. And I've always had that attitude. And and this is what I see, you know. If I can help you make this show bigger and better, and it becomes a big thing and it makes barbecue better, well then it's a good thing. Of course, I'm promoting myself along the way. That's what you do, you know i'm not I'm not denying that. don't misunderstand, but I really saw it as an opportunity to let's help you go to the next level. Obviously, things are going good if you're thinking about a a next night, but I also want to do something different. I don't want to just come on here and talk about the same issues that everybody else is doing, which I figured for a new night. You needed to have some new content, something yep. different. You're not to just do the Tuesday show over again. So I thought it was a great opportunity to give you a call, and, uh, and let's see what we could think about.
1: All right, so we're talking with Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. You know, there has been this recurring doctor.
2: three to nothing, nothing uh, raised, Greg.
1: Oh, sweet Lord.
2: Get that
1: stuff here. You know, at the risk of being arrested, I told my wife, I said I might take the second camera. Um, behind me, I mean, the graphic that you see, obviously, is green screened. Uh, behind the green screen is a television. I was going to set up the second camera, have the game on with no sound, and then just kind of, like, flip back and forth to it. But I figured there's a good potential I might get arrested for not getting express written permission from MLB to carry the game on the Internet.
2: Well, I've turned it off, so I'll quit looking at it and <laughs> ignoring you. Sorry. Hey, that, that, <laughs> I appreciate that.
1: With know. 3-0, I mean, you're safe for at least two or three innings before we make the big comeback. Yes, of course. All right, so um, the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment, that's what I was talking about here before I forgot. You know, you've done it in a number of different ways, and as we were kind of brainstorming maybe what we would like to see this segment run into, that kind of came up recurring as the theme. It was there, and then we're like, well, maybe we should do it, and then Ask Dr. Barbecue came back up with it, and we decided that we just want to call this segment Ask Dr. Barbecue, but not pigeonhole it into a list of questions or anything like that uh what was your take on that
2: yeah i, I agree Well, th- let me tell you about the genesis of it yeah. uh many again I, I like to think that i do stuff first and bruce ring you got to be kind of old to remember bruce ring but barbecue cook I, that was out of iowa at the time bruce was in the banking business and he started the Barbecue-er, a magazine and and he had this magazine up and running for a while, and I called him one day, and I said, hey, I want to write the Ask Dr. Barbecue column for your magazine. He said, okay, I'll pay you when I can. And, uh, and he, he paid me now and then, and Bruce actually bought me my first chef jacket that had the flame collar and cuffs on it. Uh, white ones I had back then, and they said the barbecue, and they said Doctor Barbecue, and I went and was trying to help him promote the magazine, and and it was cool. In the beginning, we we made up all the questions, and little by little we got questions. The internet was starting to happen at that time, and then Bruce decided to fold up the magazine and. Quit his banking thing or whatever the story is, and he moved back where he lived in uh, I think Jeffersonville, Missouri, and bought the Zesto. And he's he now sells barbecue and ice cream where he grew up, and it's a pretty cool story. Anyway, so the magazine, I was done with that. Someone told me called Dave Dewitt, Dave the fiery foods guy, had yep. a magazine at the time. Yep. So I called Dave, and he said, Yeah, I was thinking about having some more barbecue content in the magazine. Ask Dr. Barbecue'd be perfect. So Dave and I were making up questions in the beginning, but little by little it grew to where we got all the questions we wanted, and and it was fun. I really had a good time doing it. But Dave closed his magazine down like so many did, and and it went away. I do All of those old questions are probably on his website somewhere. But that was the genesis of it. I haven't done it in a long time. But so we got with you. It was like okay, let's. I wanted to do something specific each week. I wanted to do something specific, whatever that is. I don't know. Like you said, we're going to let it evolve. But is it one subject or is it ten questions or whatever it may be? I think all of the above. But I thought it was a pretty cool way to bring it back. And and frankly, I, I've you know, I've I've been around so long. I cooked my first nineteen my first barbecue contest in nineteen eighty two. I've been a KCBS member since ninety one. I'm member number nine hundred and forty three. I think I'm. Certified Barbecue Judge number seven hundred and thirty-eight, uh, <laughs> and I just been doing this forever. And, and I've been lucky enough to do all the TV shows, write books. I've been traveled everywhere and do all this stuff. And I'd like to share some of that stuff. You know, I think I have a different perspective than a lot of guys that have come along now. And I, I think I can share some of the cool old stuff. And but I want to be specific about it. I don't want to just sit on here, like I said, and talk about the same old things. But I, I got a lot of good old stories. I always say I know where all the bear where all the bodies are buried. and I'm, We're going to talk about some of that stuff.
1: I right, can't wait to find out where the bodies are buried. Uh, we're talking with Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. The website, by the way, if you want to check him out here while we're talking or after hours, uh, submit a question, drbbq.com. Let me uh, kind of build on that just for a second. You know, If you're listening to this show either live now or, as most people do, after the fact in podcast fashion, now that we're going to be doing a weekly segment with Ray called Ask Dr. Barbecue and you want to submit a question, You can do it, really the easiest way is to go to my website, go to the Ask Dr. Barbecue post, and then either leave a comment on that post, or you can email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. There is also a link on that post to leave an email uh, directly for Ray. And I thought, you know, maybe what we're going to do is during the course of, you know, we're going to do the show on Wednesday, and then over the course of the next six days or so, uh, depending on how busy you are, we're going to kind of see what questions trickle in. Maybe it's maybe one week. It's going to be a list of five, six, seven, ten questions of just you know plowing right through them and getting Ray's take on it, potentially mine if I could lend any potential insight, but probably mostly yours, right? Or there might be two or three topics that come up that we can have discussions on. I think that kind of lends itself to being you know not so as I said again a pigeonhole, but leaves it open for kind of uh astute discussions in some fashions, but then perhaps other weeks it's gonna be, you know, ramming those bullet points right down and answering people's questions.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. And and I do own AskDrBBQ.com, dot com and I will when I get around to it point that at something too and maybe we'll even set up a site there. Um because we'd love to hear what people what people want to hear. You know, I mean if if it's if it's regarded related to cooking, that's fine. That's all good and well. Um uh, you want to talk about the book business or any of the other stuff I've done? Happy to talk about it. I'm going stuff too. You know, I'm in the middle of a tailgating project right now. We're traveling around the country. Uh, I got a new book coming out. I'm going to the Greenwich Food and Wine Festival in Connecticut this weekend. Um, I get to do all kinds of cool stuff, so I'm I'm happy to share it and talk about it. You know, it can be topical. I mean, we can make up the subjects too if people don't. Want to send in great ideas? That's fine. We can make them up for a while. But I think I'd like to see people participate. And you know, maybe like we talked about, maybe we have them on, have them be part of it. You know, we'll we'll see how it evolves.
1: Yeah, I think it's great to you know have somebody that does have the experience behind you and have have really done a lot of things. You know, maybe that's perhaps the the first question that I should ask you. I mean, you've been on the show a number of times. I think the the first time we actually sat down and did an interview back when the show was just a podcast might have been. 2006 maybe 2005 so really as you add up the years we've kind of been talking for a long time now mm-hmm. but maybe people don't know the story of ray Lampy. so i mean it could, that could easily take three or ten hours to actually divulge all the way through <laughs> to where we are present day but you know thumbnail sketch wise how do you get from you know ray Lampy, the original guy to dr barbecue where you are today
2: Oh man, I've told this story a lot of times, and the good news is it's all true. So I get to just tell the right story. I don't have to really embellish it much. Um, I was in—I got to high school. I was 1971, and and I was an honor student. And I got there, and I was not my thing, you know. Being an honor student, there was all the nerds. I really was more into chicks and smoking pot. And so I took—I signed up for foods class, and. This thinking it would be a goof-off class. Well, it was. For a guy at the time, you know, because it was all about teaching women how to cook for their families. It was 1972 or whatever it was. But I really enjoyed the cooking. I didn't expect that. The cooking was fun. I enjoyed it. And I always liked to do it. I always remember we made a crab quiche and blueberry muffins and uh, apple pie. I learned how to make those things. And I always made them. From the time I was 15 on, I, I cooked at home. And as I was, then I got out of high school and I I got away from it a little bit, but I would cook at home always. And in 1982, I guess I was 25, a friend of mine signed us up for a Mike Royko rib fest in Chicago. And I went down there with him and I didn't really know how to cook barbecue. I did a little homework and we borrowed a grill and I made some ribs that day. And it just really struck me as a fun thing to do. We, we brought a cooler of beer. We hung out in the field all day, and we cooked ribs with a couple hundred other teams. And it was like, wow, this is fun. And it turns out, it's a great story, uh, uh, Sweet Baby Ray, Dave Raymond, also started that day. That was the beginning of his career as well. I, we put two and two together about a year ago. I was with him, talking to him, and, and we realized we both had started that day. And Charlie Robinson, the guy in Chicago who owns a bunch of restaurants and sells barbecue sauce as well. So that was the beginning of it for me. I did that for about 10 years and really it was a once a year thing, but I always would make ribs other than that. I became the rib guy in the neighborhood. In 1991, a KCBS contest came to town, right? When they quit having the Royco thing, a KCBS contest was in West Chicago, a guy named Jim Burns. And uh, they actually have a contest back at that site, I think now. Uh, but. I think Jim's long gone, I don't know what he's doing, I haven't talked to him in years, but uh, I showed up there, and I didn't know any better. In them days it was poultry. So all I brought was a turkey, and I cooked this (laughs) turkey, I had one of them oval Kingsford grills, and I got a third place ribbon for that. I'd never gotten a ribbon in the trophy, the the Mike Royko thing, Oh, actually it was a trophy, it's right here in my office, the third place uh, poultry trophy in 1991, Illinois State Championship and I continued to go to that for years. That's the contest that evolved to be Shannon. Um and I just became obsessed with it. I had a good business though. I had a trucking business where I was successful, family business, and that's what I did for a living. So it was really just a hobby. And I continued to do it and I and I was one of the first guys that would get in his car on Friday morning and drive to Kansas City and cook. I cooked in uh, Lowry, Missouri. I've cooked all over the place. We used to go down to Tennessee. Before guys were doing that, now everybody does it. Uh, but we were the first, me and Mike Lake as well. Mike was a good friend of mine, and we really cut our teeth together. Uh, Ed Royth was the guy. He had a Jed Master, and so did I, and so did Mike. And Ed was teaching us how to cook on these things. And I became really obsessed with it. And in 2000, the family trucking business just came to an end. Trucking is just very different than it used to be. Oh, yeah. It was just time to do something different. And I decided, well, I found myself in a spot in my life where I didn't have a family to really take care of. I really had the opportunity to, to roll the dice. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to move to Florida and become a barbecue man. Uh, my intentions were <laughs> to sell barbecue in the parking lot for the rest of my life for eight months of the year and just go ride around the country for four and go back there and sell barbecue sounded like a great idea, except it doesn't really work. You you can't make that kind of money selling barbecue in a trailer unless you're really lucky and really dedicated and you really take it on as a business. I was trying to be a bit of a roadside barbecue man, and nobody wants to believe me, but it doesn't really work. Do the numbers, guys, before you go investing (laughs) in a lot of equipment. Um, So I had to push myself out to do other things. Well, I'd won a lot of barbecue contests. I didn't mind talking to people, so I decided I would teach classes and I started teaching classes around the country and honestly I was the the first guy that was doing classes while he was still winning um Paul Kirk was doing did barbecue classes before anybody but Paul wasn't really winning when he was doing them when I knew him um Ed Roy was also doing classes but Ed wouldn't tell you shit he would just (laughs) take your money and not tell you anything (laughs) <laughs> um, I was really laying it out. I knew I, I was trying to build a business and trying to make some money. I knew if I'm going to take a couple hundred bucks from these guys, I've got to actually tell them what I'm doing. Yeah. And it was really a kind of a come-to-Jesus thing with myself before I did it the first time. I was like, wow, am I really going to tell these guys everything? Because back then, we didn't ha- there wasn't the internet, and there wasn't Blues Hog, and guys were really creative. You had to <laughs> make stuff up. You had to make rubs and make sauces, and and you know, mix different things together, and, and you really different ways of cooking. And not everybody knew everything. Now, the between the internet and the guys being so liberally sharing with each other everything they do, um, there's really not any secrets, and everybody cooks the same thing. We, we didn't used to all cook the same thing, and and there's a great. It culminates in uh, uh, what's the name of that town uh, in southern Illinois. Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. I'll think of it. Right where uh, I-57 and 70 come together there. And we had a class at the Knights of Columbus Hall. Mike uh, Mike from St. Louis knew the people there. We set up this class. Uh, in the class, students were Darren Worth, uh, wow. Smokey D's, Mike Wozniak, Rod Gray. Um, Old Dave was there. Uh, Uncle Chucky from Michigan. These guys, <laughs> uh, Shigs and Pitt, I think, came one year. These guys—it was, it was a lineup of guys who are now pretty darn good in this sport, and uh, it's really—it's really, it's really a, makes me feel very good to help some of them guys along the way. So I did that stuff, and then little by little, I got a I got a book deal because of the Ask Dr. Barbecue thing with Fiery Foods, and they liked what I did, so they asked me to do two more books. And then I met the folks from Green Egg, and I got involved with them, and little by little, I just—I you know—became a full-time barbecue man. I've been self-employed since I'm 18, and I think that's really the key. I'm not a better cook than anybody else. I'm not a better speaker than anybody else. I just really know how to manage being self-employed and being an entrepreneur, and and little by little, I've been able to put this together. But so much of it is because barbecue has become the opportunities have come. You know, ten years ago, it, uh, we didn't have these opportunities that we have now. You know, there wasn't anybody putting any barbecue guys on TV. I get to go to food and wine festivals. I'm doing a big uh, tailgating tour for Sam's Club. Barbecue guys weren't getting to do that back then. We weren't getting to write books and stuff like we do now. So I've been really lucky, but I've tried to manage to stay on the front edge as these opportunities came and take advantage of them. So it's been a wild ride. There's no doubt. I. It sounds great now, but there's some, been some serious dips in cash flow along that road but it, it's been fun and it's just who i am you know so it, it, that's how i got here
1: ray Lampy joining us here on the show dr barbecue dot com. oh uh plenty plenty yeah my wife is asking me how many times she's been injected ray do you have an answer for that
2: she's been injected
1: yes how many times uh <laughs> How many kids do you have? right, what are you talking about? (laughs) All right, so um, that's the journey from beginning to kind of where we are now. And this segment is called Ask Dr. Barbecue. So with the couple minutes that we have left, how about we knock out a couple questions just for fun and see how it goes? Sure. All right, uh, I have a question coming in from these guys with these strange email names. I don't know what it is, but it says, uh, can you ask Ray what you would cook at a real tailgate that is only three to four hours when you show up at a real NFL tailgate? So he's obviously, he must be a Cleveland Browns fan, Ray, because that's where the only tailgaters come from, of course. So, I mean, if you're dealing with a three to four hour tailgate, what are you, you know, what are you looking at?
2: Oh, well, I mean, that's easy. You, You can make, uh, you know, you, you don't have time for real barbecue, but yeah. make something special. There's nothing wrong with burgers, but make kick-ass burgers. Get some ground short rib or something and have burgers and, and get some couple of good cheeses, some nice buns, some bacon to put on the burgers. You know, burgers don't have to just be shitty frozen puck burgers. You make nice burgers. Uh, uh, steak sandwiches. Get thin ribeyes, make steak sandwiches like that. There's all kinds of stuff you can do in three four hours. That's no problem at all.
1: All right, so hopefully that answers your question. i got another question here uh, from Diane. I believe she is going to the American Royal. Uh, one thing I didn't have time to do was research the best barbecue restaurants in Kansas City and env- environs. I don't know what that means. We'll just deal with Kansas City. Uh, any, Ray, do you have any favorite barbecue restaurants that somebody should go to if they're going to be in that general vicinity?
2: Yeah, I do. I, one of the things I would have to do, coming from Chicago, I didn't know what brisket was. We didn't have real barbecue in Chicago. If I wanted to learn about brisket in 1992, I needed to drive to Kansas City and go to a restaurant and eat some. Uh, Arthur Bryant's will always be a favorite restaurant of mine. Oh, it's it maybe not the best food. Some days it is, some days it isn't. The old <laughs> places are all kind of hit and miss like that. But, man, it's so cool to go there. The sandwich is ridiculously big. Uh, when it's good, it's really good. The history and the legacy is well worth it for me. So I love Arthur Bryant's and Oklahoma Joe's. Those guys are really doing it. There, the food is good every day. You're going to get something really good to eat. They're really nice people. They're going to treat you well. Uh, and I like Gates too. I think Gates's ribs are still my favorite. Uh, if there's one barbecue sauce I actually like at home, it'd be Gates. So those three would be a really good place to start.
1: All right, they're talking about good ways to start. Just banged out uh, two quick questions. Uh, we're talking <laughs> with Ray Lampy, Doctor Barbecue. We're going to be doing this each Wednesday, right around the nine fourteen area. I mean, things might change as uh, you know, high paying sponsors come in. We can only hope. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, but regardless, you know, we're going to be doing uh, 19, 20 minutes or so. So uh, from here on out, if you have any questions, be sure to email those uh, to me or to Ray. And as I said, we'll uh, get on our social medias once we get some really uh, concrete ways of listing out this stuff. And then we'll make sure that we have good segments each and every week for everybody. Uh, Ray, really appreciate you kind of uh, lashing hey, can out. Can I tell yep.
2: my American Royal story? I'll make it quick. Yes, I, I promise tell the Paul Kirk story. Yes, tell uh, it. We, you know, we will be topical, too. American Royal, the first time I went, 1995, I set up. I'm green as hell. I'm from Chicago. I got a little cheap Brinkman offset, and well, the <laughs> original one, and a, uh, a kettle grill. I set up right across from me are these Texans, and they're really helping me out. Guys by the name of Bill Myers and Jamie Gear. Wow. But I've known Jamie since 1995, and Bill was his buddy. Sadly, Bill killed himself, and it's a sad story, but we became very good friends, and those guys treated me real well, so... I get I'm in the Invitational. I, I cook. There was five categories at the time. Sausage was one. Uh, they gave us our meat. I go over to the awards, which was like uh, it was very different. Those buildings that weren't even there now. But I go down. I sit down on a bench at the awards, and Paul Kirk is right next to me. And I mean, at that time, Paul Kirk is a god. In 1995, you know, he he is the man. He walks on water. And I'm so excited to be sitting there. And uh, and I get called. The first ribbon is mine fifth place for sausage. I go up there, I get my ribbon, I come back, and Paul says, congratulations. And it just made my day. It's a great, you know, the way I got started at the American Royal. Uh, Paul and I have had our differences over the years since then, but I'll never forget that moment.
1: This is Ray Lampy recounting a great first-time story over at the uh, American Royal. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to, you know, pick kids here, but I mean, how great of an event is the American Royal? I mean, whether you're in it to compete or whether you just kind of follow the industry in a cursory sense, is that something that people really need to get out and take in as a whole?
2: Oh, I think so. I think by far it's the best barbecue contest in the world, uh, no questions asked. From a barbecue competitor point of view, the Invitational... Everybody's invited, and there's room for everybody. And there's a big judging procedure. It isn't celebrities. There may be a few packed in there. They need a lot of judges. I think by far the American Royal Invitational is the the most prestigious event there is, and the Open is too. It's it's everybody's welcome. There's 500 teams, uh, and it's a hell of a party too. If you really want to walk around and look at cool, old fake shit, go to, go to Lynchburg. You know, I like the Jack and all, but it's not like the American Royal. You want to go to the real barbecue contest, go to the Royal.
1: All right, Ray Lampy is going to be with us each and every Wednesday. As I said, we'll get into social media, really get a concrete way of uh, ushering in all these questions or topics that you would like to hear uh, Ray's thoughts on and my potentially. Uh, Ray, appreciate you uh, latching on here for a weekly guest spot on the Wednesday show, and uh, we will see you back again next week. All right, Greg, we're going to have fun, man. Looking forward to it. All right, Ray. Appreciate it. There he is. Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. Weekly show. All right, perfect. Very excited about that. I hope you are, too. Maybe you never heard the story of uh, Ray Lampe and, and how he got into the whole uh, barbecue scene. Now you know. You're up to date. Maybe you've never listened to all the podcast shows when I had them on originally. That's a really good one. You go back, uh, search bbq for the number 4, U, the letter U. BBQ, the numeral 4, the letter U in uh, iTunes. You can listen to those shows. Brisket Roundtables, like the original. Brisket Roundtable, Rib Roundtable, Chicken round, all that good stuff. Awesome. All right, uh, I'm going to chase down Mitch Sanati, and we're going to talk about American Smoke. Give me two seconds. I swear to God I'll be right back. Stick around.
2: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy.
1: All right, coming up on 20 minutes till the top of the hour, 40 past. 877-448-0433 Greg at Show.com. Thanks to Ray Lampy for laying out the first segment. Everybody knows barbecue big time these days, right? Absolutely. On the TV, how about documentaries? How about we welcome back a guy that was on the show a number of months ago to talk about it initially, but it is here and ready to go. Race over the hotline and welcome back Mitch Sonati. Dirt production, Mitch. Cool. How are you, bud? Ooh, 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 Greg, how the hell are we doing? And we're doing absolutely fantastic, Mitch. Appreciate you asking. Uh, no video on you, or man, or Great, what? I'm correct. Sure. What's that? We got any video on you? Uh. Are you doing it from like iPad? Let's one see. Or... Hang on. All right. Let's see what yeah. Let's got. see here. Let's check it out.
0: I don't. Th- I don't think we have any video going. We just got. We just have audio.
1: All right, audio's fine with me. I'll blow myself out. Everybody can look at me, and they can listen to your melodic tones. All right, so yeah, you uh, don't
0: want to see pictures of me anyway. I'll probably break the screens, and people will throw uh, up. And you don't want to. It's all right.
1: Trust me, I deal with it each and every week when I look at myself. All right, Uh, Mitch Tanati joining me here on the show. Mitch, uh, you got a document? Is the documentary like officially out, or as the uh, kids say these days, has it dropped?
0: It has not dropped yet. It's going to be dropping uh, after our premiere uh, tomorrow night at Harrisburg Invitational. Uh, actually, the Harrisburg uh, Barbecue Competition State uh, Qualifier uh, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We're having our first premiere there tomorrow night. I think about nine o'clock. Um, and after that, we're going to be posting up. Uh, we're going to be posting up the link on our website where you can purchase it um, on DirtProductions.com.
1: All right. Dirt productions. So we're stoked,
0: man. I, 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 yeah, I, I filled, I was literally driving from Philly today with a thousand of these things in my back car, (laughs) you know, in the back trunk, just like, yeah, I hope nothing happens. You know, it's been, it's been two and a half years all built up to this moment. And, uh, I'm stoked man we are we are thrilled to get this thing out here i think i think I think a lot of people are gonna like it. I hope so, I hope so at least
1: all right, so you have a thousand of these things in your car, as you just said, it's two years uh, two and a half years in the making you know if you can yeah. kind of scroll all the way back, I mean, what's your invest into the competition barbecue scene to the point where you thought it would be a good idea to make a documentary about it?
0: yeah, you know it was like um so so uh, you know. Myself and friends of mine, you know, we're filmmakers. We've been doing uh, horror movies and comedies and stuff throughout the years. We're all in the business. And, uh, you know, it's a labor of love type thing. And when I started getting into competition barbecue, uh, the first, you know, two years of doing it, it was more, you know, a spectacle. You go in there, you can't believe, you know, you're looking at Paul Kirk across the way and, and, you know, you're looking at all these guys that, that have these huge trailers and that they know exactly what to do with the brisket and they got all the secrets and you know we went in there and I'm I'm like holy hell you know what do I do and I've got a, a hundred dollar Lowe's you know uh, smoker that I'm bringing in the back of my truck you know hauling it around and you know we get there and, and the first two years I'm in there and I'm really absorbing it and I'm taking it all in and they realize how really nice and cool everyone is and everyone's helping you and you know, when you kind of get comfortable in there and you kind of, you know, start getting your footing in there, you realize how awesome of a scene it is. And and on top of that, how unique it is, you know, um, all the different people that you meet and, uh, you know, some people are, are really into it. Some people are goofy. Some people are hysterical. But but in, in the grand scheme of things, everyone is extremely nice and helpful and, you know, they, they want to help you and they want to share and they want to, you know, they want to see you get a call, which is kind of odd because they're your competition, you know, so um, it was really, you know, two years doing competition barbecue and, and taking it in and, uh, you know, absorbing and, and, and just realizing we got to film this, you know, and I was a huge fan. and I still am a huge fan of the very first season of barbecue pit masters. I mean, that that's right when I started to get into it and that fueled my fire to get into it even more. And I saw this and I'm like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And, you know, I haven't seen anything else since then. You know where it, it kind of showed what it was like you know in the rain competing and and what it's like to go out there for a weekend and and pack your car to the gills and drive halfway across the country you know what I mean and and it, it there's really nothing else like there you know like that out there you know show wise or, or even documentary wise that shows you what it's really like you know no drama no you know, Myron Mixon getting fired up and screaming at someone, you know, cut the drama and the editing and all that stuff out of it and, you know, show what the scene really is. And it's an awesome scene. And, and, you know, it's about the people and it's about that whole uh, atmosphere of kind of helping each other out. And I I dug it. And right away, right off the bat, you know, the first two years, I'm like, we got we got to film something At, at the very least for myself. And, you know, when we film something, we don't we don't do it, you know, with just uh, our home video camera. We, you know, we go out and we do it. You know, so we, we set our goal to do that. We, we kind of had, a, uh, you know, points that we wanted to show and, and the different aspects of, of the competition we wanted to show, and we got it, man. We completed it, and it's, it's freaking kick-ass.
1: So seeing the finished product, you know, is one thing, but actually getting the finished product is a complete different thing. You know, how involved was that process? How open or unwilling were some teams to actually get on camera and kind of spill it, if you will? What was that process like for you?
0: Sure. I mean, you know, it's always difficult from our end because I don't like invading people's privacy. You know, like I don't want to be the guy that comes running up with lights and cameras and, hey, hey, you're on TV. Ha, ha, ha. No, it's, you know, <laughs> we, we when we go up to people, we want to say, hey, look, this is what we're doing. This is our output you know, we, we aren't putting this out there to over dramaticize it and make you hate this team and then edit it to where, you know, you fa- you know, that's not our goal. Our, you know, we, we, we stated exactly what our goal was to this and we wanted to see who wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, we got, it. it was never really, we never really set out to showcase any one team. It was more about, you know, the teams as a whole. Um, So when we went out there and we just kind of talked to people, for the most part, I'd say 99 percent of the teams were like, absolutely, come on in, you know. um, And, and, you know, we we edit this in a way that we never really show exactly what one team does, say, for brisket. You know, we followed a porkalypse now around, which those guys are great. And, you know, we never wanted to show, you know, that was my promise was I'm never going to show start to finish exactly step by step by step what you do that's not the point of this you know so so intermix with Apocalypse now talking about what they do for their brisket is you know chris from zombie barbecue talking about what he injects in his brisket you know and then mixed with that is what Smokerhead is talking about what they do with their brisket so you know you, you edit all three of those together in a way that's interesting you have three different perspectives yet you're not spilling the beans on exactly what these teams are doing and their secrets. Cause that's not what we were trying to do. We really wanted to showcase how different, you know, you can do one piece of meat, um, And, and that's kind of how we went into editing this. So not to give away, you know, we didn't want to want it, wanted, one it's, it, it is hard, you know, it's different when you have a big lens in your face and there's lights around you and you're tired and it's three in the morning and maybe, <laughs> you know, your smoker went out. Or maybe, you know, you're not up to temp where you need to be and that, you know, you're stressed out as is, uh, let alone having, you know, us in your face asking you questions. You know, it's 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 kind of annoying. So, you know, we we got the information that we needed and then we kind of just sat back and and let them do their typical, typical bit. And um, it turned out great, man. It turned out it turned out good. It's um it, it's it's really we have we have over. I think we showcase over, you know, 15 to 20 teams total. You know, we cover all four categories, Chef's Choice. We cover uh, whole hog. Um, and then we then we talk about judging and we talk about we, – we interview butchers, local butchers, and talk about where the meat comes from and, and the specific cuts of meat and how important, you know, a quality cut of beef is, you know, to win. And uh, we start from there and we just go with it. We, we talk to judges. We talk to people in the crowds. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a great hour and a half of, of really the whole experience. Um, and, and also, you know, another thing was when, when we started, I, you know, as much internet searching, I did and as much, uh, you know, searching that I tried to get, you know, the information, you know, what do I do for chicken? Is it thighs? Is it legs? Okay. Everyone's doing the cookie cutter thing. You know, do I, do they all want to be this shit? You know, the information was scattered. I'm not saying it wasn't out there, but it took me probably two to three years to get a method down or to get the exact, you know, to kind of sort through the BS and and figure out what you're doing. So I'm really happy to, to present in American Smoke, you know, kind of a, a how to for the people that want to get started in this and don't know, one, are scared to death and think yeah. it's, you know, that they can't do it. And two, you know, where to start and, and they may not have the knowledge of, of exactly what to do with chicken. Well, here at least is a stepping stone and here's at least what's happening now, you know, and, and here's a start, you know, and here's some visuals for you. Here's, here's what some guys are doing. And at least, you know, I wish I would have had something like this two years ago. Uh, you know, I probably would have, uh, quickly, you know, jumped on it and, and got my technique down a little bit better.
1: Chris Anati joining me here on the show, the website, dirt productions.com just the way it sounds dirtproductions.com dirt uh, com. this is going to be, uh, uh, revealed tomorrow and, is it for sale, or is it like on, on pre-order, stay, yeah. or what?
0: On sale, on sale, and premiered on Friday.
1: What's the price point on this?
0: What's the price point? It's going to be fifteen bucks, uh, fifteen dollars. Wow. I think that that's a that's a fair fair bit. We're also yep. again the first pressings that we have are standard def DVDs. They still look amazing. Um, we're going to be doing Blu-ray because we shot all this in absolutely stunning high definition. So it would be a waste to not. Um, but you know, Blu-rays are are a little bit more expensive, yep. and we're we're Putting a little bit more time into putting some bonus features and um, uh, a little bit more color correction for the Blu-rays. Um, so those will be out by Christmas is our is our plan. Hopefully sooner, but um, you know we're getting the standard def DVDs out there first and uh, hoping to have some Blu-rays out by Christmas time. Um, and Blu-ray, truly, when you when you get to see it, uh, you know in its high definition form. I mean, the majority of this stuff is food porn it is just absolutely gorgeous slow-mo shots of barbecue sauce running down you know a chicken breast down the thigh it's it's a it's a beautiful thing man it's really they're they're beautiful unbelievable we have a great camera for this yeah and and the shots are just I swear to God, you'll be starving at the end of this. Every time I edited, every 40 minutes, I had to go grab a sandwich or something because I was freaking starving. You know, the footage is so awesome.
1: Well, uh, we're looking forward to it. We're actually, uh, through through your good graces, we're going to be giving away a copy here in just a couple minutes. Uh, so we certainly appreciate yeah, awesome. that. Uh, but again, uh, for people that want to jump in on it now, dirtproductions.com, 15 bucks. So, I mean, it's like... You know, hardly any money for uh, what sounds like it's going to be a great barbecue documentary.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope uh, I hope it's received very well. You know, um, I think it will be. You know, our goal would would be and our goal is to hopefully, you know, keep doing another series of this. You know, I would I would really love to uh, showcase other parts of this country, you know, and unfortunately, due to budget. Um, you know, we weren't able to travel all around this country for a month. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's just it was just out of our realm. But I would really love to showcase other competitors all around this country um, and showcase the other organizations, uh, not just KCBS or Mid-Atlantic, you know, and really see how it differs and compare, you know, what's happening all across this country. Because to me, this is just this is just the beginning. Uh, you know, I'm hooked just like everyone else um and and there's so much more to explore with barbecue and and you know the sheer fact it's just it's just really a an american tradition it's an awesome tradition um you know i want to keep going with this and i w- we would love to you know film at the jack we would love to film at the royal we would love to properly shoot around this country and and make another series and hopefully everyone can see you know the quality that, that we're putting now and and that we are taking it seriously and you know it's it's uh we take it very seriously and we're very proud of it so hopefully it's received well man i i hope so
1: all right uh chris joining me here right. on the uh, show uh certainly appreciate the time uh, so tonight again uh, dirtproductions.com uh, mitch really appreciate <laughs> you coming on tonight buddy
0: hey greg i appreciate you having me man you have a great show. I hope that this thing keeps going. And it's great that you're on uh, Wednesdays now as well.
1: Absolutely. All right, appreciate you coming on. There he is. Absolutely. The main man, Mitch Sonata. All right, now you have a chance to win, right now, a copy of American Smoke. If you haven't seen the trailer, go to DirtProductions.com and check it out. I think it's going to be, you know, for first effort, I think it's going to be really great and you know who knows where it's going to go from there all right we're going to play a game while we're doing it 877 4480433 877 4480433 we will revive the game that we played last night called athlete or porn star you call in you get two names right you're going to get a free copy of the american smoke american smoke documentary so there you go Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. From I have heard from a, a number of people that know Mitch, and you know this one is definitely going to be, you know, well received. I think uh, you know, regardless. So, uh, all right, let's uh, go to the phone lines. Who are we talking to?
2: That is David.
1: David, how are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, David. All right, we're going to play. Uh, Athlete or porn star? Are you ready to play? Uh, You know, if I win, this
2: could be difficult to explain to the wife.
1: Hey, it'll just be a secret between you and I. All right, so you got to win, or you got to get two names in a row. You got five seconds in between each name. It's very simple. I'm going to tell tell you a name. You're going to tell me if it's an athlete. You're going to tell me if it's a porn star. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, first name, David Uh, Shannon Box athlete or porn star? Athlete. Absolutely. She is a soccer player. Shannon Box. Sounds like a porn star. Alright, uh, second one. You could get this right off the bat. Win your copy of American Smoke, graciously donated by Mitch sonati Oliver Buff. Athlete or porn star? Porn star. Oh <laughs> no! Sorry David, you I got you. Again? Oliver Buff is a soccer player. And a male soccer player at that, believe it or not. All right, uh, who we got on the line with us? It's Crash. It's who? Crash. Crash from Hawaii?
2: How's it, my brother?
1: Oh, a Laka malaka I don't even know what that means. That means nothing. Oh, okay, good. That How means you doing, Drake? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. Crash and yourself? I'm doing very good. You want to play no athlete? Uh, you want to play I'll athlete or porn star to win a DVD? I'll give it a shot, man. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you two names. So you got to get two names correct. You got All five right. seconds in between each name. Here's your first name: Katie Cox. Athlete or porn star? Athlete. No. Oh no! We suck again. Katie Cox, believe it or not, is a porn star. But appreciate you calling from uh, Hawaii. What? It's like five o'clock in the in the evening there. Alright, so we're looking for a winner. 877-448-0433. It's a very simple game. Sweeping the nation. I'm gonna ask you a name. You gotta get two correct. You got five seconds in between each name. You can win the brand new documentary called American Smoke from Mitch Sonati and Dirt Productions. D-I-R-T, dirtproductions.com if you want to forego buying. I'm sorry, if you want to forego winning, I understand that. Just buy your own. It's 15 bucks. Give me a break. All right, who are we talking with?
2: Adam Hawthorne.
1: Adam, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good. Very, how are you? Doing absolutely fabulous, Adam. Appreciate you asking. Ready to play athlete or porn star? I'm ready. All right, first name Chris Adcock. Athlete or porn star? Athlete. Correct. Chris Adcock, a soccer player. No surprise there. All right, uh, for all the marbles, Pee Wee Gash. Athlete or porn star? Porn oh, star. No. Oh no! Sorry.
2: We suck again.
1: Pee-wee Gash is a athlete. All right, who are we talking with? Hello. Who's this? Big Mister. Neil, Mr. Arby's Big Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to win here. Neil, how's uh, life being a celebrity? I wouldn't know. All right. The phone
2: keeps ringing, and I keep getting messages on Facebook. <laughs>
0: hey, I got
2: a question about this film, and, and I, I got some friend of mine kind of busted my chops about asking about this. Oh, all right. And I looked at the trailer, Yeah. and I watched it all the way through, and I didn't see anybody that looked like me.
1: You, you didn't see so, a rather... I was wondering
2: where this was filmed.
1: You didn't see a rather rotund barbecuer? I did. No, they were all rotund. I did. <laughs> what are you saying? There were no it black people? It didn't look people? like any of them had been barbecued. <laughs> you you're saying there's no black people in the documentary, Neil? Uh,
2: well, I don't know about the whole thing. All I, all I have to go on is the trailer. That's why I was wondering
1: where it was oh, filmed. Boy. Oh, boy. Now we're talking about deep issues. That's not what the show's about, Neil. You call Chris and Adi and bring up that with him. I'm just trying to give you free DVDs uh, by playing a very fun game called Athlete or Porn Star. Uh, okay, give me free stuff. I All like right, here we stuff. go. All right, uh, well, you have to win free stuff. Here we go. I'm going to ask okay. you, uh, I'm going to give you two names. You've got to win two in a row. And it's very okay. simple. I'm going to give you the name. You're going to tell me if it's an athlete or a porn star. Easy enough? Easy enough. All right, here we go. First name, Chanel Preston, athlete or porn star? Porn star. Absolutely right chanel preston porn star all right uh second one for all the marbles neil you're very smart you're probably up on your porno so i gotta make sure i have this properly placed all right here we go karen cockburn athlete or porn star athlete absolutely right god damn it (laughs) not only is he winning on the tv he is winning right here on the barbecue central show all right neil all you need to do is uh send me your shipping info and uh, now, of course, that you win this, I would expect nothing but a full reveal if there are black people in this documentary so we can make sure, well, I don't know what we're making sure of, but at least that way we can make sure of whatever you're making sure of.
2: Well, I guess I'd like to know where it was filmed, you know, if it's
1: not. New England. It was filmed like in the New England area.
2: Oh, well, that explains
1: it. Yeah, there's no black people in New England. Yet. Nobody. Except the professional athletes, and uh, of course, they're not barbecuing yet.
2: Too, too cold up
1: there. That's right. You're damn right. All right, uh, All right, Neil. So uh, send me your shipping info, and I'll get that over to Mitch, and you'll be all taking buddy. Take care. Call all you right. later. I'm going to call Neil on the hotline and see exactly what's doing. I don't know if I caught that right, but i believe leave uh, Neil calling racism on the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Maybe he was. I don't think he was. You know, Neil, hawking brisket sandwiches for Arby's. You always looking for an angle, Neil. All right, uh, first show on Wednesday, already over time. Thank you for coming. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Ray Lampy joined us in the very first uh, interview segment. We're going to be joined by him each and every week, Ask Dr. Barbecue. So if you want to ask Ray a question, do it. Email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. You can also go to the website and look for the Ask Dr. Barbecue post. I'll make sure I put it prevalently up there so it can be an ongoing thing. You can also hit me on Facebook, Twitter, at the BBC Central Show. Also, thanks to Mitch Sonati from Dirt Productions talking about American Smoke. You can go to Dirt Productions, buy your copy for 15 bucks right now. Neil Strauder won the free copy that Mitch gave away tonight. Amidst rumors of races. If you uh, cook with raw cast iron, re-season it each and every time. You know, hit it with a brush as it cools down, a little Pam, a little Crisco, let it burn back in. Re-season it each and every time. Generations of rust-free service. Also, September eleventh, two 2001. I will never forget. Hey, appreciate you joining me here on Wednesday. Uh, We'll see you back on this show next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rampey.
0: Good night now.